This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. The coronavirus pandemic, especially the times where we couldn't go out anywhere, led to a surge in people adding subscription services. When you talk about those companies, maybe the first thing you think about are some of the entertainment options in the streaming universe, but other subscription services also saw surges as well, one of which involves our next guest, Trip Adler, who is the co-founder and CEO of Scribd, which is one of the leaders in the reading subscription universe and is going to be celebrating its 15th anniversary later this month. Trip, great to have you with us. Thanks for a few moments. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So lay out what the last two years was like for your company uh, in general, but also obviously the, the, the subscription side to it. What were the numbers you were seeing as the pandemic went along? Yeah, well, it's been a really um, unusual couple of years, of course. Um, you know, we've, we've seen uh, a lot of changes in how we work in terms of the, the majority of, of, our, of our team going uh, more remote. Um, but, of course, we're still having a lot of in-person meetings, too. Um, and then, and then also, yeah, we've seen some changes in the numbers of our business. Um, we've we've generally seen a, a pretty nice uptick in, in growth. It's the you know the beginning of of, uh, of the pandemic. Um, we we offered a, a promotion where people can read for free on Scrib for 30 days without a credit card, and we saw just a really big uptick in reading activity as a result. Um, beyond that, there's been a lot of um, unpredictable trends. You know, we saw as people commuted less, we were listening to audiobooks more. As people were home more, they were reading books. Or if you were commuting less, they were reading. They're listening to audiobooks less, and as they were reading at home more, they were reading books more. So we've seen a lot of interesting trends. It's been a really interesting couple of years for sure. So th- this has really been a time where you've had to be nimble in terms of what you make available to the consumer. Um, yeah, I mean, we we're, we're always kind of uh, uh, very thoughtful in sort of what what content we make available. But in general, what we try to do is just make as much content available to the consumer as we can. You know, we think of ourselves as the world's largest library. We have 178 million pieces of content in our library, making us one of the, the largest libraries in the world. And we make all that available on whatever device you like. Things across your devices, it's all available for one flat monthly price. And we give you personalized recommendations. So that way, the more you read, the more we get to know you as a reader. And we give you uh, more personalized things that are right for you to read. But when you're talking about a time, you know, almost two years ago, where we literally couldn't go anywhere, we were all in our homes, Having access to a lot of these types of, of sites, and, and from your perspective, when you're thinking about the literature uh, and other elements that you make available, that was an important component for people, for many people, just to be able to try and live as close to a normal life as they could. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree, and I think I think um, you know we, we played a really key role during that period of time, and and I, I feel proud that we had a, a service that could that people would would uh, want to use during that period of time and, you know, something that makes the world a better place, right? I mean, reading is really important and, you know, we want people to read, read more. I'm glad we were able to help with that during the pandemic. What's that landscape like then for your business and kind of your industry right now? Uh, because obviously Amazon is a company that, it, you know, is in the mix here as well. What's that landscape look like right now, especially when you think about, you know, the more and more that we see, uh, pandemic cases dipping, you know, there's going to be the want for people to go out. And how do you also deal with the issue of churn in terms of your business as well? Um, yeah, I mean, for us, it's, it's really just about making a, a really great product that consumers love that with a really great content offering. Um, and as long as we keep focusing on those, those two things, then, then that really helps our business differentiate. Um, 
you know, on the, on the content front, as I said, we have 178 million pieces of content. We do that broadly across a lot of different content types. You know, we offer books, audiobooks, uh, magazines, podcasts, sheet music, documents, presentations. Um, and we bring all this content together in one place with a really frictionless discovery experience. So you can just kind of easily dip into whatever piece of content you want. You know, we like to make it so you can just get to any page of any book with just a, a tap or a swipe. And our, that kind of frictionless discovery experience for us is really, really unique compared to others in the market. Um, and we also offer a lot of really great, great content. You know, we partner with the world's leading publishers to offer best-selling books. And we're also producing original content. We, 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 um, you know, we've published uh, big authors like Roxane Gay, Charles Yu, uh, Chuck Palahniuk, Margaret Atwood. Um, and uh, we have a lot more great content on the way. So it's, it's about having you know, great content, great user experience, and a great, a great value for our consumers. Were there specific types of books that, that were seen to be the most popular, especially when we were at the height of the pandemic and people couldn't get out? Yeah, there, I mean, I mean, books are really long tail. There's a lot of books out there and a lot of books get read. Um, I'd say, you know, some of our originals are really popular from, from like the folks I mentioned. Um, also, the self-help category is a really big category for us. I mean, a lot of people are looking to improve their lives and to grow in terms of personal growth or spiritual growth or improve their health. And a, a lot of, a lot, we have a lot of books in that category that are very popular. With the growth that we've seen with the, the streaming services over the last couple of years, how do you view that their success and their elements of what they have done that you try and incorporate within your operation in order, you know, in terms of gaining more customers and keeping them and, and that thought that uh, larger thought process uh, around the business? Yeah, well, there's, there's been a lot of progress in other subscriptions um, on the market. So, I mean, obviously in the video world, you have all these big video services like Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus and, and many, many more. Um, and then in the music world, you have these big music services like Spotify and Apple Music. Um, and we see a similar trend playing out in the reading space. Um, you know, we think that um, subscribing to read is the future. Um, and uh, we think there's going to be some really large descriptions built in this space. And, uh, and, you know, Scribd is leading the charge in that direction. And around the globe, I think we talk about, you know, a lot of these stories in the scope of what's going on here in the United States or Canada. But you're looking at you have to look at this from a global perspective as well. Yeah, we're a, we're a very global business. Um, more than half of our subscribers are actually outside the United States, and uh, there's still a lot of opportunity for us to really optimize and build the product in other other countries. So, you know, we're we're in the process of doing you know local market uh, local content um, acquisition all around the world, doing local marketing campaigns, localizing the product for all these different markets. I think there's a lot of um, lot yeah, there's a lot of opportunity for international growth, and there's a lot of other really interesting things we're doing. I mean, we're um, we're doing a lot around AI recommendations. You know, we've um, we've built an amazing team of AI and machine learning engineers who are who are basically creating the best recommendations that, you know, from this huge library of 178 million pieces of content we have, you can find just the right piece of content that's right for you. Um, so we're doing a, a lot there. Um, we're also really investing in original content. I mean, we, we see a big opportunity to create content that our subscribers want. Um, you know, we want uh, we, we know which authors are popular in Scribd. We want you to be able to go to the, the page of the author you like and see all their best books, either from the publishers yeah. or from or from the original content we've, that we've created. We think it's going to be just great for our for our growth, for our retention. It's also great for authors. Just another another channel for them to reach. Um, and then, um, yeah, the other thing is we 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 also have done some really interesting M and A. Um, you know, a couple of years ago we, we acquired a company called SlideShare from from LinkedIn, um, mm-hmm. and uh, that that added to our library. 40 million new presentations. And um, basically we're in the process of making SlideShare a much better product. There's a lot we can do to just really improve the, 
the discovery experience there and the, and the consumption experience. Um, and then we're also going to monetize it. Um, you know, we're, we're very good at monetizing user-generated content with the subscription model, and we're going to basically apply that monetization technique to, to SlideShare and really kind of just make it a really great product and a stable, uh, monetizable asset. A couple other things I wanted to touch on with you. One being, you mentioned it before, uh, the the realm of uh, the magazine industry that you have uh, connected with Scribd. Obviously, the magazine industry is something that over the last decade or so uh, has been impacted by the switch to digital. How much of, of that industry really has made that adjustment over to digital, uh, especially on your platform, uh, so that they these uh, these magazines can continue to have a level of success that maybe we saw in the print version a decade or two ago. Yeah, I don't know how much of the industry is moving to digital, but I could say it's it's a lot. I mean, for sure, people are reading magazines more digitally than they are um, in the in the real world. At least much more than they were before. So it is a very significant shift. Um, and yeah, Scribd offers. Um, you know, we offer hundreds of of magazines. Included in your in your membership for the same for the same flat monthly price, um, and and we also we cross promote your magazines with your your books and your audiobooks and your documents. So we want you to be able to to read a book and then see the related magazine articles, the related podcasts, all in one place. Um, so we have a really interesting experience around magazines, um, and yeah, it's an important content type for us just because it kind of it, it's, it's nice uh, content that complements the other types of content on script. Now, I think you mentioned before that you also not only in terms of podcasts, but you're also uh, into sheet music as well. Talk a little bit about that side of the business. Yeah, we have a nice, nice little sheet music business. Um, you know, the, the 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 business kind of just sheet music just sort of evolved organically. Um, you know, we had we, we you know we, so originally we created a simple tool that, that people publish a PDF or any kind of document online, and uh, one of the key types of content that got uploaded by our users was sheet music, um, and. And then we realized that there's some really great sheet music publishers out there. We can we can get some premium sheet music deals to complement our the our user generated sheet music with the premium sheet music. And as a result, we have a really nice sheet music offering. Um, it's a really nice uh, um, you know healthy segment of our of our business. We have a, a big chunk of users who are are using sheet music, and just it's it's really one of the best sheet music um, offerings out there. So we're really proud of uh, of it. And if there's any uh, musicians out there, feel free to check it out. What has been your uh, mindset around, just in general, the growth of content that we've seen in this country and around the globe because of the digital revolution? It, it's it's amazing to me to think about all of these different businesses that have uh, been developed in the last you know couple of decades uh, and the growth that they have seen, in part because a lot of what is touched and downloaded is right at people's fingertips on their smartphones. Yeah. I mean, with given how accessible the internet is, there's just been an explosion of content and it, and it, and it continues uh, right now. Um, and there's just going to be more and more content. I think it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. It's really changing the world just that anybody can be a, a publisher um, of, of, you know, many types of content, written content, music, video, or other kinds of content. Um, it's an amazing thing. I, I think really, though, the, the next problem to solve is how do you make all this content discoverable, right? Um, I mean, Scribd has 178 million pieces of content. You include all the other types of content. There's, you know, billions of pieces of content out there. How do you, how do you make it discoverable so every single um, individual can kind of get to the right piece of content that's right for them? So I think that's kind of like the next big problem the industry needs to, to navigate and solve. Um, but it's definitely a, a really interesting trend in just how much new content there is over the last, over the last you know, decade or so.
But I would think that, you know, not only are you looking for the next, you know, great podcast to add to the service or, you know, books when they're coming out, you also have to be thinking about new areas, new lines where you could be potentially bringing on board that would be attractive to customers as well, correct? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we've always had kind of a, a pretty expansive view over the types of content we offer. Um, we started out with user-generated documents with people uploading, you know, PDFs, Word docs to, to our service. That got us all sorts of content like, um, you know, legal documents and product manuals and PowerPoint presentations and creative writing. Um, and then we just kept expanding the content we offered. We offered eBooks next. Um, you know, we got the big the big publishers to, to partner with us to do the world's first eBook subscriptions. Um, we then had audiobooks, we had magazines, podcasts, sheet music, um, and yeah, we're we're still we're still going. We still have a lot more we want to do. We're, we're, our mission is to build the world's largest library, and we still have a lot more to do to go in that direction. There is obviously a, a big story going on right now uh, in Texas, and and the concerns around books being banned uh, in schools. And I know this is something that that you are taking to heart and, and uh, trying to be active in. Tell us. Uh, about the role that you're trying to play in that uh, in that territory. Yeah, well, our our mission is to change the way the world reads, and we want people to read more. We want to be, be the place that um, champions reading in the 21st century. And um, I mean, obviously, we we don't want books to be banned. We want people to read read all kinds of books, whatever books they want to read. So yeah, we've we've taken a stand against um, this this uh, this book banning that's going on in, in Texas and other parts of the country. Um, so we, um, you know, we partnered with Brian Holiday to create a book band, a banned book mobile that, that handed out the books that are being banned uh, to get people reading them. And we've uh, had a really terrific reception uh, from, you know, kids and adults and are getting people to read more and getting people to read, read, um, read books even that are a little bit controversial. So, uh, yeah, that's something important to us. And it's been a really great uh, campaign for us lately. And the fact that you're you're giving out physical copies of these books, and it's not just the digital version, which I think is the other side of this, is just, you know, we've kind of moved into, you know, uh, using so much digital technology, which is great in many cases, but it's still nice at times to have the physical copy of a book as well. Yeah, I mean, while books have gone, gone digital, uh, uh, books are actually still kind of... Um, are read a lot uh, as ebooks and as print books and audiobooks too. I mean, it's really all three of those formats. And something that's kind of unique about books is that they're read in multiple formats. Um, we actually see audiobooks as the fastest growing trend in the industry. I mean, people are really uh, switching over to audiobooks in a big way. So, you know, if you're not already an audiobook listener, something definitely to consider because audiobooks are just on the rise. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a good point. The print books are, are, are still um, a very popular way to read. Um, and yeah, we want to support people reading in all ways, whether that's print or ebook or audio. So what is it that that is driving then that surge in audiobooks and ebooks do you think? Um I think it's now that everybody has a has a phone in their pocket, they um uh, they can they can they can uh consume content more passively. Um so if someone's uh working out or driving or cooking, they can they can listen to something. And um I mean I think that this 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 has caused people to listen to music more. This has caused a podcast surge, uh, but it's also costing, causing the audiobook surge. Um, and, you know, you have millions of books out there that have been written that are great content that haven't been turned into audiobooks. And, you know, publishers in the industry and publishers like ourselves are basically turning these into audiobooks and then just making it something you can now consume while you're doing some other activity. Um, so, yeah, it's, just, it's, a, it's a big trend, and it's, uh, um, it's a really interesting trend in the world for sure. All right. 
Trip, great to have you with us. Uh, all the best to uh, Scribd and uh, continue the good work. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thanks for having me on. This is great. Thank you. Thank you. Trip Adler, co-founder and CEO of Scribd. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.